Good evening everyone. I am sorry, it's been quite a while since I did my last podcast, so to anyone that has been waiting slash wondering where I've been, I am back. <laughs> it's just been a bit of a weird couple of weeks um, since we did our last one, me and Abs, but everything is cool. I hope everyone's doing okay. Um, today has been a bit crazy as well, um, so essentially Jamie thought he had... Um, conjunctivitis that's the one that's the word and we took him to Specsavers essentially we took him to Specsavers because um 111 said go to an optician so we went to an opticians and it turned out he had an eye ulcer super fun times and um they were like go to the hospital so we went to the hospital and the drops they've given him have really helped and his eyes come down really well already so that's good and um, we went for our first walk in ages as well so since probably like Sunday last week um, which is really horrible because obviously we're all stuck in at the moment so walking is our saviour but because Jamie's eye was so sensitive to light it um, meant that we stayed indoors and it just felt like we're being a bit hermity so it's nice that we got to go out today because it was so sunny and um, yeah it's just a bit weird because it feels like we've done a lot today but it's probably because I haven't driven for like I haven't driven so much in so long um but yeah it's strange today's been a weird day but I hope your Saturday has been a little less eventful (laughs) it's the most excitement we've had in ages but not in a good way um but yeah um and I thought before I start going on about why I'm self-employed as you are probably listening thinking you ain't going on about what I thought you were going to go on about but um I thought I just say what I've been watching recently and um, I think this is all that I've really been watching recently apart from our like, staples like Grey's Anatomy um, and WandaVision oh that's another one WandaVision is really good I thought I'd just recommend a few things that we are watching on the fire stick at the moment so one we've just finished which started off actually it was quite a funny like hearted sort of feel is Channel 4's It's a Sin um, if you don't know what it's about, it's essentially it's like um, staged in the 80s in London and a few other places like Isle of Wight. Um, don't know why I said white, so really white, white. Um, and it's about like AIDS essentially. It's about like when people started talking and like wondering what it was all about. Um, and yeah, I won't. I don't want to give anything away. So yeah, it's about. It sounds shit the way I've just just described it, but it's about like the gay community and AIDS and like yeah, the sort of ripples it caused during that time. And it's actually so insightful. Like, I didn't think I was gonna like it. Abby recommended it to me, and I was like, "There's no way in hell this is gonna be my sort of thing." But it's actually so nice. Like it's such a nice series. Um, it does get a bit heavy towards the end. Um, I'll let you discover that for yourself. But I really recommend that. Um, another one is Bridgerton and I don't need to speak about this a lot because I feel like everyone already knows about it but I thought I wasn't going to like that either and it's a Netflix one Um, but it turns out it's actually quite good so definitely give that a watch Um, I'm quite into things like Pride and Prejudice as well but it's actually like I feel like it's a bit more of a modern take on those sort of things and they do like um, covers of new songs but with classical like instruments which I thought was really cool and the last one is Married at First Sight Australia um, which I know a lot of people will be like for fuck's sake 
um why do you watch that shit but i just can't help it like i'm actually addicted to it i think it's better than love island um yeah i just i'm really rooting for some of the couples and but yeah if you haven't watched that you can literally binge it because it's all on channel four i think it's channel yeah channel four um but yeah those are the things i just thought you know we can only really be in at the moment i all i do most days is when i'm doing work i'll have something on in the background so it's nice to have something that you can like listen into and occasionally look up to so i will get started essentially this is going to be on why i'm self-employed how i got to where i am and that sort of thing so for those who don't know i graduated in 2018 with a first in magazine journalism um I really super loved writing, I loved layout design and I really wanted to go into magazine design at the time and I even did a two week stint at Grazia but can I just say Grazia magazine, I'm, I'm sure so like the people that worked there they obviously really enjoyed it but my two weeks there put me off, it was just I don't really have words for it but obviously I did the commute from my aunties which was in Surrey and that was about an hour I think it was like 40 something minutes to get to London Waterloo or Victoria I can't remember which one I went to and then I had to get the tube to Camden Town um so yeah the commute was too much for me anyway I don't like crowded trains it was horrendous and then when I got there I literally didn't feel welcome at all by quite a few of the members of the team so that was another thing um i won't mention who they were because yeah but yeah it was just one of those things my um lecturer and head of my course jane was like don't you're not gonna like it it's literally like the devil magazine and she was fucking right (laughs) it wasn't great and yeah it just stressed me out it was only for two weeks and I just felt like I'd been there for way longer um so I graduated in 2018 and obviously I don't know I don't know how other people feel once they've finished uni but I felt so lost like I honestly didn't know where to start I felt like I I don't know I guess when you leave school I knew that I was going I had sick form and I knew I was going to university so it's that security blanket of you know you're going into another part of education so you've got your life figured out but when you leave university there's no guarantee you're going to get a job there's no guarantee that you're going to find your feet like there's no guide I don't think there's enough support either um but yeah it was just a crazy time I felt really lost um but Jamie's company AAP3 I started doing content writing for them but I was able to do this from home it was super convenient um, and I was essentially writing for things um, like cyber security um, and I can't remember what else there was another aspect of it I was writing about but something that I didn't really imagine myself doing but I actually really enjoyed it Um, and it wasn't like crazy amount of money I was only doing like two blogs a week so it was just enough to get me by especially as I didn't have rent to pay but I always found myself, I was always in the pursuit for the dream full-time job, um, dream in inverted like speech marks because I don't think like, I don't know, it's just I think it'd be hard to come straight out of uni and get a dream job. Um, and also I had pressure to 
have that nine to five office job so I could save for a house, save for my future. Um, so I was constantly on job boards, which is stress in itself, like applying for jobs, going for interviews. Oh, I, f- I just fucking hate it. It's so horrible and I don't enjoy it. Um, so I was doing the writing, came across this um, digital marketing agency and um, it looked really good, it like the real deal. In the description they said you get to go travelling on the job, you get to write for all you get to write basically which is what what, what, like the main thing I wanted to do I wanted to be writing um and yeah it just seemed really good and obviously I was doing design at uni and one of the things they had in this job um spec was it would be a pro if you could use InDesign which I know InDesign pretty well I'd like to think so anyway so um I went to the interview they were super nice like I thought these are like the dream bosses I didn't think it could like go wrong at all and they offered me the job on the interview which I thought was amazing um and it was only 20 minutes away from home which is super fab and um yeah so I started my first day and I met the other two people I'd have been working with and they were super lovely people really fab pair of people so there was only four of us in the office there was one of the managers and us three um but <laughs> like it was a crazy time because Jamie's mum had her fourth aneurysm so I don't know who knows or if anyone knows anything about aneurysms because I didn't before I met Jamie's mum um but it is like it just really takes its toll um some people don't survive them so it's a bit of a shitter to be honest um but they kindly gave me a few days off I was feeling a little unsettled in the job I didn't feel like I was had really found my feet yet but I thought that's because I'd only been there a short amount of time um but yeah so that happened with Jamie's mum and we actually thought they gave us me some time off because we thought she was going to die um and that was really hard obviously for Jamie because it's his mum but um like I love this woman she's like I don't know she's just there's no way to describe her but she's just this boss lady and I think seeing her so vulnerable really just knocked me for six a little bit um I've actually spoken about all of this in my blog so really sorry if you um read my blog a couple of years ago or however long ago it was um and you're having to listen (laughs) to me go through this again um so essentially yeah we turned off all of the machines that were keeping her alive and we thought that this is it this is um this is gonna have to be goodbye sort of thing however she is still alive (laughs) she's alive and kicking um it's been a long road but um she has done amazingly and um although there are a lot of things holding her back um she started speaking recently which is super 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 good and um I'm really thankful for that but anyway yeah so that all happened and they seemed really understanding about it <clears throat> um but it turned out like I had my first I had a meeting with my one of my bosses the one that's not in the office and um she was really positive and I was like, oh like I felt really good after our meeting um and I think the f- I remember now actually the thing that um I'm trying to think of the right word <laughs> that brought up I can't think of the right word so I'll just try and explain it um 
I basically asked for like I like to be organised so I knew that I had some dates in mind that I wanted off because I'd organised that um, Jamie's birthday we were going to Brighton for a comedy night and then also in the May I had also booked for um, us to go to a punk pop punk pop pop punk (laughs) pop punk um, festival up in Hatfield so I knew that I needed that time off so I thought I'd give her a heads up but she didn't like that she's like you've literally been here for three less than three months um like you're taking the piddle a little bit essentially um and at this point I actually did contact my old lecturer because I was like look um because she's a person that I value her opinion and I knew that she'd have like she'd give me like good advice on the situation I said look is this normal like also she had got funny normal lecturer <laughs> but my boss had got funny about me having time off to give blood and it's something that I feel really passionately about but I said look I can cancel it but she was like you can't do it you can't do it I was like fair enough I'll cancel it it's fine no problem whatsoever like I'm not the sort of person to be difficult um so I was like I'll cancel it it's fine um but yeah so she was really funny about me trying to book ahead time off um, but it's not like I'm a slacker I literally just wanted to be organised and let her know that like this is the sort of these were the dates that I wanted off um, but then she was like look we need to be like, um, booking another meeting like you know you're not getting the point um, and I wasn't getting the point because I was a bit confused why she was getting so hit up about this situation I'm a really polite person so I wasn't like being arsy I was being super polite um, and super grateful for any time that you know she was willing to give me off and that was a bit of a red flag for me um, and it was a red flag for my lecturer as well she was my lecturer was essentially like fuck her <laughs> fuck her um but anyway I went for this meeting down the road in a coffee shop and um it was evident where this was gonna go um she just wasn't happy with me and I was like fair enough um I just you know I was a, I was a bit gobsmacked to be honest I was a bit speechless um and I think if it was to happen to me now I'd have reacted slightly different to it but because I was so like I didn't see it coming <clears throat> I didn't really say that much other than I don't really think I want to work here anymore and it had been under two months so I felt like a complete and utter failure I felt like you know I should have been there for months if not years but um that's the way it went because the thing that really knocked it on the head for me was when she said about Jamie's mum she was like we were good enough to give you a few days off like you're not even grateful for that you're not even married and you're not even related like come on um so her saying that was basically because I'm not related to Jamie's mum she's not my mum and I'm not married to Jamie um, that it shouldn't bother me and it shouldn't upset me but that obviously upset me more um, and she she said that I was no she said I had an attitude problem <laughs> which I don't <laughs> but I did believe it for a really long time um, and yeah it took me a while to get over that one and um, yeah but anyway um my anxiety was literally off the charts for months afterwards um and I had PTSD symptoms I had heart palpitations flashbacks bad dreams you name it I had it 
and um, yeah so it took me a while to get back into the saddle and I just felt so lost again so I tried to do up the furniture upcycling which was really really fun um, but I just realised it wasn't for me like I'm not a very physical hands-on kind of person although I enjoy that sort of thing for every single day it did take its toll a little bit um, so I was still continuing to look for jobs at this point um, and it got to I think it must have been about the start of May um, and I got contacted by someone about a marketing agency near me a digital marketing agency um, I'd heard like mixed things about them but I thought do you know what like I'll go and see what this is all about so I went to the office and it was really like it seemed like a really nice place to work everyone was really nice everyone was really kind so I thought do you know what I wouldn't mind working here so um I went in everyone was really welcoming um the first month was great whilst I was learning the ropes and but then suddenly I realized that it was all way too much um, it drained me so much I was crying when I came home I was crying in the morning before I went to work um, and at, the, at this point in time when I first started I was doing my worry workshops with Times Talk in West Sussex anyway so I was still trying to get over everything for my last job um, and like processing all of that and doing CBT and all of that jazz all the fun stuff um, so yeah I just felt like I was drowning and my mind couldn't cope with it and I went through like a good well I was there for four months so obviously two weeks before I left I had handed in my notice and they were so understanding about it um, they were like can completely understand it's not for you that's fine um, but I was unable to finish my notice period because I was so miserable like I literally couldn't stop crying I felt like the pressure was insane to do well and there was so much coming at me I felt like I was juggling and just dropping everything um, one thing I found hard as well is that you had to log everything you did which I in some businesses this might be completely normal but for me it was just too much like every hour upon the hour you needed to like make sure you were noting down what you'd been doing um there was angry clients and it was just too fast paced for me to be honest like, some people really thrived in that environment 100% some people really enjoyed it and are really enjoying it they've been there for years and that's fair enough like I put my hands up and say I'm sure it's a great place to work if you're that sort of person but for me I'm not that kind of person um, and it didn't suit me and I've, I know people that worked there that feel the same as me um, but I'm not going to be a bitch about it I'm not going to say it was absolute shit because some people would have thrived in that environment but for me it just wasn't it wasn't the place so four months down the line I'd made myself physically and mentally ill again um, and I was due to have counselling anyway off the back of the warrior workshops because I had a few bits to work through but that just added <laughs> another thing to the pile so um, I went for counselling and that uh, this is after I'd finished there um, and that made me realise that self-employment really was the only route for me um, and the lady I had counselling with really boosted me up and made me feel like I was making the right decision um, 
and after that I started doing content writing again from the same company before um, and I also started doing my designs um, for free to begin with just to get my foot in the door and to get a little portfolio going as well um, but that's not the end of the, <laughs> the story um, I realised that I wanted to be a primary school teacher and it seemed like a super like good idea there was like no flaws in my plan <laughs> um I wanted to be a teacher because I genuinely like I looking back I struggled at school sometimes with like bullying and stuff but I loved school and I wanted other people to love school because I know people that don't love school and don't want to go to school and I wanted to be that teacher that inspired kids to do well um but long story short I I literally I was applying for um my PGCE and all of that and I'd applied I'd got interviews um and I was so excited like I was so 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 excited and I'd started as a TA in a primary school um and it seemed like the real deal it was a really cute little school near me and I went for an interview and I thought oh this feels just right it feels really right um but I started and there was little to no support <laughs> and that is not the teacher's fault who I was with but um, I just thought there'd be a bit more of a you know you get to look around the school a little bit before you start um, they tell you about like the kids you're going to be working with um, I just don't feel like they were very transparent with me I'm not going to go into details because obviously we're talking about children um, but I was truly put in a deep end and um, after two day just two days of being there I was ill like I couldn't speak my throat hurt so much it was just ridiculous I felt so under the weather um and that led to me having a mental breakdown <laughs> which is always good um so I spoke to my doctor and she gave me a sick note for two weeks um and then by the end of those two weeks I'm like I just can't go back um it was so much it was just so much crazy and I think obviously COVID hasn't made it any better like small children are suffering because of COVID they're not getting um I don't know like before they start school they're not getting the exposure to other children as much as we would have done when we first started school and I can't imagine how stressful it must be for them um they were the sweetest kids they were so lovely um but for both my sake and theirs it was just the best option for me to not go back because they need the stability and I couldn't give them that which makes me really sad like honestly I think if I was to do that job once or twice a week I would be absolutely fine but all in one go like one block it was just too much for my brain it was too much for my body after two days I it almost wiped out all of the progress I'd made with my mental health which was shit <laughs> um another thing which is actually quite hard when you're working with small children is not to swear like I'm quite a sweary person and um I ended up saying oh my gosh so much because it was also like um a church of England school so I was like I can't say oh my god just in case um but yeah so I was actually really disappointed that wasn't like that didn't turn out the way I wanted it to be um, which led me back to realising that self-employment actually is the route for me. Like, I can't do the whole go to work, work, come back home. I need to be free to roam. <laughs> I need to be able to 
well not now obviously but be able to go to a cafe and work if I want to or stay at home and work if I want to or go to someone else's home and work if I want to like I need to be able to spread myself around um and yeah that's just like that's me um but yeah I just feel like I love what I do but sometimes I mega stress about all the things that come with it like followers and money etc um and I really really doubt myself because of everyone around me and that's not their fault (laughs) but I just feel like because everyone is so like not necessarily happy not everyone's happy in their jobs but everyone like with ease goes to their jobs and just gets on with it whereas I can't do that like I can't physically or mentally go to an office every day and get on with it and I wish I could it would be so much easier if I could but I can't so I'm not going to force myself to um but yeah so I'll just bring that to a close but I will bring up I recently read I think I mentioned it in one of my other podcasts um James Smith's book not a life coach and it literally I don't know it just transformed my way of thinking a little bit um my mindset has changed so much so I'd really recommend it to people I'll just read a few like I've made notes of things that like I particularly enjoyed like he puts little quotes um and there's little things to work through so it's not just a passive thing he gets you to write things down um I just found it really 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 helpful so one of these quotes I did pick out is happiness is not the absence of problems but the ability to deal with them and I thought that was super nice because we always think the perfect life has no problems but it's actually being able to deal with those problems and not have a major breakdown about it um so yeah I really liked that another thing I really liked is this thing he called the silver lining effect um and it's that thing of something really bad could happen but you'll be just fine like you might break a leg and it might seem like the end of the world but you will be just fine your leg will mend and you'll walk again and you'll forget all about that pain you had and everything that came through it um and it can be the same of if something goes wrong like let's say I create a print and it gets no sales because it happens (laughs) quite a lot um but I could create that print and I could really like it and no one else will buy it I will be just fine it's not the end of the world I will be absolutely fine I'll go on to make another print and maybe that will do really well but it's just the way of looking at it that way made me feel really good about some of my problems um another thing he had was worst case scenario so you could be really scared to do something let's say at work you've got to pitch an idea on zoom or you've got to do something like that or you've got to get up and tell people about what you've done today or something like that um and you will have all these thoughts going through your mind like oh my god oh my god what if i do this what if what if i do this but what is the worst case scenario someone will look at you and be like well she doesn't have a fucking clue what you're talking about um or what she's talking about rather um but that is the worst case scenario like you're not gonna like die or well, i hope not touch <laughs> not um like you're it's just not going to happen nothing that bad is going to happen you're going to think of all these bad things but the worst case scenario is it's not actually that bad like i have done a bit of marketing like i've never really done marketing like this either for myself i've done it for when i've been working for companies so i've essentially created a template 
um, and I've sent this template, obviously putting in different things um, for, re for whoever I'm talking to, um, but I've DM'd them saying, I think that my um, print would look really fab in your restaurant that's really basic but I obviously did it better than that but um worst case scenario is none of them will reply some have replied no one said yes yet <laughs> but worst case scenario is no one will reply nothing nothing worse is going to happen other than that um or they'll say please don't contact me again worst case scenario does that affect me every day no it might do like I might if I'm feeling really anxious it might but worst case scenario it's not that bad um and yeah so I quite liked that one um it's just a nice one to apply to everyday life like yeah I just liked it I liked it thought you might like it as well and then another quote he had was boundaries never physically exist until we build them and that is so true it's like even like you are your worst critic and you're the one that gets in the way of more than often you are the one that gets in the way of you achieving things and really it's sad isn't it that we are our worst person like we are our worst enemy we are the people that stand in front of ourselves and it's like you can't achieve this when really if we just change our mindset we don't put up those walls there's me actually physically doing a wall with my arm i do that so much like i do all these hand gestures but there's no one actually here <laughs> um but yeah if we just didn't put these walls up we would get so much further in life and our mindsets just need to change um, and another one he put was if you want to live I think these do actually come from people so I'm sorry I didn't note down the actual people but if you want to live a happy life tie it to a goal not to people or things I think that was Albert Einstein I do believe that was Albert Einstein um, but I thought that was really nice as well because if you're attaching your happiness to goals you are in charge of those goals and yes these little bumps in the road might come up they might stop you from achieving these goals however you will get there it just takes a bit of perseverance so that was nice and then um this isn't from james but i was on h&m looking at their clothes shock um and i found this sweatshirt i think it was a sweatshirt and it had this quote on um by this writer slash model who has an instagram page and i don't want to do her like I don't want to do an injustice and say her name wrong but I think it's pronounced Ursa because it's Y-R-S-A so I'm thinking it's Ursa Daily Ward um, and she has a quote and it is if you have to fold to fit in it ain't right isn't that the truth that is just if you have to force yourself into a box to like fit in it's just it's not going to work and I think I've done that so much in my life as a whole but also predominantly in my work life I've done a lot to try and fit in and it doesn't feel right and that's when you just know and it doesn't tend to work out if you try and force it you know it's gonna be shit um I think that's a quote isn't it <laughs> if you force it it's probably shit <laughs> but yeah that is so true um it's just another way of saying it and I really agree so I started following her on Instagram because I feel like super positive vibes there um but yeah I've just I've really dedicated myself to myself that I am going to start thinking with a different mindset and some da days I find it super hard 
it is hard like especially at the moment um especially like yeah it's hard but um yeah and I only just realized yesterday that it's actually been a year since I first started my lemons and limes Instagram which is crazy and it hasn't been plain sailing and I'm not earning a full-time wage I need to iterate that because I think sometimes people see like the positives and they see everything going on like oh my god like I can't believe they're doing so well I can't believe they've sold so many prints because people on Instagram only let you see the things that they want you to see um but yeah it has been a year but a year ago I was doing things for free so I've come far (laughs) I'm actually charging people for things now see that's progress slow progress is progress um but yeah I'm just I'm feeling a lot more myself than I ever have been in terms of what I'm doing um for money because I've always thought that you need to be doing nine till five in an office only in the past year have I really realised that you can do what you love and earn a living from it it's just going to take a while to get there Um, and I've been creative from day dot, like I literally remember when I was smaller I sent off a picture of a tweenies I had drawn to CBBC when CBBC um, there was only like four channels on the telly and CBBC was only on for a portion of the time (laughs) Um, but and there's this picture of grandad holding my my drawn picture that was shown on telly and that is a high point in my life that was like I remember being so excited by that um but yeah and I think I've always loved art art has always been my favorite subject but society has taught me that I couldn't have it as a career but if you don't push yourself and push your boundaries then how are you ever going to get to where you want to be like if I didn't try then I wouldn't get there but if I believe in myself I will eventually get to where I want to be hopefully anyway sorry this has gone on for a really long time and I didn't mean for it to go on for this long at all I've got a bit of a sore throat from talking so much because I don't talk for this long to people at the moment I don't have anyone to talk to um obviously apart from Jamie but like I don't speak at him like this and I'm sure he wouldn't appreciate it so yeah so I hope I've brought some sort of wisdom to this podcast I feel like I've just been talking about my life but I think it's important um to share our experiences because often people are stuck in these ruts and they don't know how to get out and they think there is no way of getting out but there is you are in charge of your life and even though they're like you need to serve your notice oh and by the way the last job I had with the school they were like you need to serve your notice but I got a sick note from the doctor because I literally could not go in it literally crippled me with fear even you know it sounds so stupid but it did my body just shut down um you are in charge and if they're like you need to serve a notice and you feel like you can't then either try to speak to a doctor about how you're feeling and try and get that time off a sick note get a sick note for that time off rather um but yeah they're not going to chase you down um I think it's such a scary like notion going so if you are self-employed it is scary or if you're thinking about self-employment it is scary nothing is certain but if you want it hard like hard enough is that the right way (laughs) if you want it hard enough um if you want it enough you can do it 
no one is stopping you you are your biggest critic so if anything you're stopping yourself but you can do it and you've got this and yeah and that's it really I think I'll stop there before I start waffling on about something else but anyway I hope you've had a fantastic Saturday and I hope you have a lovely Sunday um and I hope the sun's out tomorrow for you as well because the sun was out today and it made me feel so much better about myself um the sun just makes me feel so much more positive but it's supposed to rain tomorrow but if you're not in the south of England then I hope it's sunny for you (laughs) I hope it's sunny for us tomorrow as well but it is supposed to rain sorry guys um but anyway gonna love you and leave you have a nice evening see you later